You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for your time to shine with Julie Yeager Walker. Julie Yeager Walker. Live from Wings of Souls with Julie.com. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites, askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is your time to shine on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Your Time to Shine, a radio show designed to help you explore your own divine gifts. Good evening, and thank you for joining me tonight. I hope this evening finds you well. And so tonight, I was going to talk to you a little bit about um, something that um, I took a class this weekend and um, learn some interesting things, not only about myself, um, we are always learning things about ourselves, um, brought back some distant memories as a child, and um, some other interesting, <laughs> some inter- interesting things as well. Um, however, before we go to do that, I was updating um, my Google search engines, and I noticed um, that it would be fantastic if some of you who who have had readings with me, whether you have been callers or whether you've had personal one-on-one readings with me, if you would go to um, the site and give me, um, you know, give me some some great thumbs up if you've had a great experience with me, right? Um, So that I can get my Google ratings up out there so that other people who are looking to find um, answers in their life or maybe healings can find me a lot more easily. So with those ratings, um, you get more visibility for people um, and you get ranked up a little bit higher in that Google search engine. So for those of you, I would be ever so grateful um, leave some great reviews for me there. Um, that's only if it comes from your heart and you feel you've had a great reading from me. Um, all of those are welcome and much, much appreciated. Now, on to uh, what our topic is tonight. Um, our topic is talking about what do you do with the wandering mind or maybe the worrying mind or, you know, where you, you know, we all have things that trigger us in our life or we have our stressors. It's just the way we are. We're human. We're here to have that human experience, you know? So I remember as a kid having a little stone. I don't even remember what it looked like. I just remember having it and it was a worry stone. You see those all over, right? These worry stones, hold on to it, feel it, touch it whenever you're worried um, or stressed out. And so it kind of brought up some, you know, some things. Oh, well, what do you do when you have a worried mind? When you are maybe considered a worry wart, right? Oh, I got I got called that more than once in my life. I've cleared all that out, thankfully. Not that it won't come back again for more 
things for me to clear around being a worry wart, but um, for the time being, I have cleared those out for myself and it feels so much lighter. So things like that. So when you get into those modes, when you have the stress or maybe it's the grief or, you know, whatever that is, our minds tend to just play it over and over and over again. So it's a matter of first, you've heard me say this for quite a few weeks now, being in awareness, being in awareness of, oh, wait a minute, I'm worrying again or I'm stressing out over this again, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. You know, there's things that we want to change in our lives, right? And so with change, you have to put something into action, right? So some of the things that you can do is maybe you have some affirmations, right? Um, some great affirmations that you could use might be, I am safe, I am protected, my mind is clear, right? So things that really resonate with you, because if the affirmations that you're using are not resonating with you, they're not going to help you in your journey, right? So find the affirmations that go, yes, this feels right. This feels like me, right? So, you know, it was an interesting, I, I took a money class this weekend and part of the understanding with money is of course the balance of giving and receiving, but that money is flow, money's like water. So if you are stressed about your money situation or money coming in or anything like that, you stop the flow, which means you push away money. So it was about, you know, what are the things that are the stressors? What are the things that make you worry, right? So money is just one thing, right? That we all are worry about or whatever. There are many other things in our lives, many other stressors. And so it really is calming the mind, calming the nervous system, and then directing our thoughts to something different, a distraction of sorts, right? Now, this doesn't mean that you don't take care of the situation or that you don't act on what it is that you need to change, right? It's a matter of a simple distraction to put you back into that flow, put you back into that ease, right? Affirmations are just one way of doing that. Um, Another way to do that is maybe you're a very visual person like I am. So imagine the perfect scene for you, right? For me, a perfect scene would be me on a sunny beach, <laughs> you know, maybe, you know, with a big rimmed hat and maybe a, a you know, pina colada in my hand, you know. Um, but to see that vision, to smell the sea air, to feel the sand, to feel the sun on the, you know, warming my skin. So going into that visualization can automatically ease the body. It can ease the nervous system, right? Put it into a state of calm so you can find your balance, so you can find your peace and go, okay, I'm now centered. And now I am ready to deal with, with the issue at hand, with the question at hand, right? It just gives us a moment to be aware of what we're doing and then how to correct that. 
it's a very powerful thing. I've been using this uh, for a little while now, for about a month, um, trying to visualize using affirmations, right? But really the key to the affirmations are really finding the ones that really resonate with you, that make your heart sing, that go, yes, I feel that, right? Because it's about feeling that joy, feeling that peace, you know, finding that happiness and that flow again that gets us out of that, that worry, that state of stress, that fight or flight mode, right? Then once we're able to do all of that, then we can find our calm. We can find our peace. And then, only then, are we able to actually put into action what it is that we are needing to do, right? Again, everything is about giving and receiving and energy and flow. So you have to find that balance. And one way to do that is to get your nervous system calmed and get out of that fight or flight mode, right? Which is so easy to do, um, especially if it's, a, if it's a stressor or a trigger in our life. So try some visualizing, try finding some affirmations that really resonate with you, that really do it for you. And then be in that awareness of when those triggers come up and even having somebody um, help you with, with that, right? Having somebody say, oh, this is coming up, right? You're doing that thing again. You're worrying again. You, you've got your stone out and you're rubbing at what's going on, right? So having somebody help you go, oh, I'm doing it again. Wow, okay, yes, I am. So how do I get out of that mode? And that is the biggest thing and it's the hardest thing sometimes to do. So be gentle with yourself and be easy with yourself on this whole thing. It's a journey, okay? It is a learning experience because if you've been in that mode for a very long time, it's going to take some time to change that habit, to get you out of that mindset, right? But the awareness is the very first step. All right, perfect. I hope that helps. Um, do drop me a line. Let me know um, how this is working for you. Um, on my Facebook pages, Julie Yeager Walker Medium or Your Time to Shine, um, or on my website at wingsofsoulswithjulie.com. Let me know how it's working for you and what affirmations you're using to help you get out of that, um, to get out of those situations, okay? Awesome. Well, right now we are gonna go to the phone lines. Um, we have Leslie in New Haven, Connecticut with us tonight. Good evening, Leslie, and welcome to your time to shine. Hi, Julie. First time here. Thank you for having us have the chance to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. <laughs> what can I do for you this evening? Um, I was wondering if you can help me figure out like what my spiritual gifts are. Um, I am in a situation ship like many of us are, and it's just having me do like a lot of self-reflecting. So I don't know if, if that's something that you can help with. I believe I can. Uh, let me just tune in here really quick, Leslie. Um, there's going to be a little moment of silence as I do that, and then I will be right back with you, okay? Thanks, Julie. Sounds good. 
Okay. Okay, Leslie. Okay. Um, wow, cool stuff. Okay, so what I was being what I was being shown, um, literally, I was being shown and hearing the words "reaching for the stars," and I'm like, oh, so there's like this element of astrology, um, and like reading into the stars and the moon and this whole gravity of all of that. Um, you know, in that perspective and then reading energy, right? Like uh -huh. I'm being shown that you can like look at somebody. It, I don't know if you physically see auras or if you just sense them, but you can, you can sense, okay. Okay. You can sense their energies and their auras. And so, you know, this idea of, um, uh, or a healing, or reading auras, because you can tell so much by somebody and what they're going through, right, by their auras, right? Thank you. Um, so I actually am a, I do practice Reiki healing, so it's like an energy healing. Um, yep. And if auras is something I should learn more about, my mind is very open. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that you automatically are doing that anyway. You just, you don't perceive it, uh, you just don't perceive it in a, in that way as reading auras. So I would definitely look into that um, yeah. and start kind of practicing it. Like I said, you already know how to do this, right? Even in your Reiki practice, you're already doing this. You just didn't really have a name for it or what, um, what, or, or how to describe it essentially. Um, so definitely I would look into that. And definitely, I'm, I'm really getting a big hit with astrology as well. Um, that, okay, so as a child, they're showing me as a child, you, all, you were already, excuse me, my words, you were always fascinated with the stars and the moon. That's right. That's right. Um, when I would be sad or... Um, just kind of um, wanting to be reminded of like our magic, you know, if life got a little too real, too root chakra centered. Um, there was something about like stargazing, skygazing that I definitely felt like, nope, there's still magic somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that. Um, yes. So yes, astrology is something that um, we come very naturally for you, very easily. It's going to bring that magic back in that you felt as, you know, as a young child, right? Thank um, you. Yeah, no, that, that really um, brought it all together. I don't know much about auras or I don't know much about astrology, but I am into like Myers-Briggs, personality, typology. I have a degree in like behavior, mod, and like I, I like 
like the Chinese astrology and like you know um, all these things of how to decode personalities. But like actually like looking at the stars and or numerology and things like that, I haven't I haven't delved into that at all. Mm-mm. So that's exciting. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. They're they're showing me a book. Um, and I think I actually have it on my shelf behind me somewhere, um, but it's called Moonology, and it's Moonology. about okay. Yep, it's about different phases of the moon and um, looking at it. I, I haven't even dived into that book all the way, so I couldn't tell you all of the things that are in there. Um, but they're showing me this book, so I would definitely go check that out. Okay, okay. It's, I have baby roots. I know I listen to the Farmer's Almanac and like I cut my, my, my ends based on like the moon phases. My grandpa was a farmer and he went by the moon phases. So yes. I, it's resonating a lot more. I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Um, yeah, you, you, um, you really have some amazing, amazing talents. So much of this is going to come so naturally and so easily for you. It is inbred in you. It's like it's encoded in your DNA, right? So for you to jump into aura healing or for you to go into moonology and astrology, it's going to feel like you've come home, like you've done this full circle thing, right? Oh, uh, that is so cool. I wasn't going to get too woo-woo and say like it felt like more home. When I yes. just kind of got a little too much like that. And that was part of the whole stargazing thing is like this home feeling. So that's awesome. Yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, you've done, you've done these things in a past life. So that's one of the reasons why it's going to come so easily and so naturally to you. Okay. Um, Exciting. But yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely look into those. You, you've got really great intuitive um, intuitive skills and intuitiveness, and you can just sharpen those skills by using some of these other tools, right? I'm also being shown that when you're doing Reiki, you can bring messages in for your for your clients. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I like get really overwhelmed. I cry, and with some people, I tell them what I'm sensing or feeling. Um, like I did it to my mentor and my clinical mentor in my mental health field. And, um, I was like, I don't know, did something happen to you when you were a child, like around like your appendix area? She's like, yeah, I almost died. I was internally bleeding after an accident. And like that trauma has always stayed with me. And like, she didn't think of it for a long time, but like when I put my hands over there, I could feel it. So yeah, yeah. pretty neat stuff has happened that I don't think I've, when I get Reiki healings, that is, it's not like a reading and a, and a healing together. So that's pretty yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. So keep that going because as you're doing, as you're doing like that energetic healing with your Reiki, you're also doing an emotional healing for them as well. Okay. So it's this two piece, two parts of this, right? So keep that energy flowing through you. Um, I'm being shown that you need to make sure that when you're doing your Reiki, that you make sure the energy flows through you because I'm being shown that sometimes you absorb their energy. Um, and you're going to know when you do it because you're going to feel kind of exhausted after, after a session. So your guides are, are telling me to make sure that you say, I am just the conduit for this energy, right? Wow. So it literally will come in through your crown chakra. It will come out and into your, 
into your client, but you're not taking on that physical energy yourself. Okay. Every single time, every single Good. time it's been overwhelming. It's been like ugly crying <laughs> and something does stay with me and it does make me tired. And I have been embracing most recently intuitively just, like I'm here to serve like even within yes. my role um yes. with mental health I'm like you know God just just speak through me use me and like yes. I, there's no ego here I'm just a channel thank you yes. so I already kind of was that was already resonating with me but I didn't know how to apply it practically with the Reiki so that is awesome yeah. thank you yeah. yeah um something else something else to do that's going to help you disconnect whether you're doing your Reiki or your mental health, is that every time after you're a client, you come in and you ask your angels to cut those cords, right? And okay. you can simply say, okay, angels, I'm going to cut my cords now. And you can clap your hands, you can snap, you can do, do something and make a pact with your angels that says, every time I have a client, I'm going to cut the cords, cut the energy, and I'm going to do this. So they know that every time you do that, whether it's clap your hands, snap your fingers or whatever, that you are cutting and clearing and transmuting those connections so that you actually can be free from those. If you did take on any emotions during that time that wasn't yours, you can clear those out, you can cut them and you can, you know, just get rid of them because it's not yours to take on, right? It needs to stay with them. So... Thank you. That's another, when I cleanse, that's another when I shower, I kind of do that. Um, yeah. I'm like, but I try to remember to do that, right? Like this shower is not just a physical shower. It's also like a spiritual one. However, yes. thank you. After like people tell me their deepest and darkest professionally. And when I, you know, do my little readings um, for people, um, but I never did something immediately after it kind of, I let it percolate. So, or, you know, pickle, I let it, I let it stay there. Yes. So thanks. Yes. I'll, I'll, that's good to be cognizant of to clear it right away. Absolutely. Yes. After every single one. Um, and you can even do this with, you know, phone conversations that you have with a friend or a family member, right? So that you don't take that energy on and it doesn't stay with you all day because I'm being shown that sometimes that stays with you for a while and it, and it kind of messes up with your, with your own emotional balance. Right. And so 100%. if you can, yep. If you can do that right after they walk out the door, say, thank you. You know, thank you for showing, you know, call your angels and say, thank you for showing up. Thank you for helping me with that session. We are done. And then you, you know, you do, you snap your fingers and you cut those ties and you go on with your day. Okay. I'm writing it down. Yes. Thank you. Um, because yes, as healers and as light workers, right. We take on so much, um, because this is what we're here to do. We're here to transmute that energy. We are here to heal these people that we come in contact with, right? But yet it's not ours to carry on after we've finished up. Uh, even the fact, thank you, Julie. Even the fact that you're saying transmute the energy, um, whatever, I have a very loud personality and my bright light, right? So even if I try to be a wallflower and stand, blend in, I don't. And a lot of people send me not the best juju. And everybody's like, return to sender, return to sender, return to yes. sender. And most recently, I got this thing, I don't know from where, and saying, don't return it to the center. They send it from a bad place, from a hurt place, from an unhealed place. How dare you send that back? You know, they sense that not, it's not good stuff. So I never send it back. I've been trying to transmute it to love. 
So I've yes. already been cognizant of the energy, even if it's not good and it's not mine. I'm I'm trying to change the energy into something positive and something loving. Thank you. Right. Right. Well, and I, I do need to clarify, though, too, you know, when you send when you say return to sender, because that's one of my practices as well. Right. Um, you're just saying, no, this is not mine. This is not mine to have. And so it just it pushes it back gently, easily, because you're not saying it with malice. You're not saying it with with bad intentions. You're just saying, no, I don't accept. Right. It's like you have a client and you have the ability to accept that client as a client, or you have the ability to say, no, no, thank you. It's not resonating with me. Right. So even yeah. if you do it, even if you do it that way, you're not sending it back maliciously. You're not sending it back with, in, with harsh intentions. You're just saying, no, I don't accept that. Right. So yep, I won't allow again, it in my, in my, in my vibe. In my, in, in, I'm like, this is my, my space. Um, only this is only mine. Only what I allow, what's for my greatest good, can come through. Like I'm not letting it through for sure. Yes, yes. Right, exactly. So whatever resonates, you know, we are brought these tools, these spiritual tools, to use in the way that best resonates with us. So you know, by you saying, "Oh, I don't like to do it that way. I'd rather transmute it and send it to love." Absolutely, whatever resonates with you. There's no right or wrong way. Okay. So whatever resonates with you um, is always the best practice. Perfect. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, did you have another question that, that went with that? Um, I was, so yeah, like the love interest that I have now, he has me really looking into myself and like just, right, like what do I have to offer? My, my personality stuff and like just even spirituality and like speaking my authentic truth but anything that you can tell me about um the person i'm interested in now is this somebody different than the person you were just speaking about no same so i get the feeling that this person has walked into your life to teach you to open up your eyes right and to make you self-aware about who you are and to realize your truth and to speak your truth. Um, I think it's, it's one of those relationships that um, they say there's, there's a time and a season for it, right? I feel like this one is here in your life um, to sh to reveal things, your truth, to reveal your truth. Um, I just, I'm not feeling that this is going to be the one that you're going to be with for a long period of time. That makes sense. It, it, it has a very, like, more like platonic friend um, feeling um, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. And I have been definitely um, more, I think like I always see people in a lens of like what they could be, what they should be versus like who they are. So right. um, yeah, I've been doing lots of introspection after um, we've connected and it's only been a few months. Yeah. Yeah. This person is really, is really great. Great intentions, right? Is going to be the one to, like you say, look through a different lens, right? So, you know. 
I would say enjoy this relationship, right? Enjoy what they have to offer because you're going to be giving back to them. So it's going to be giving and receiving, okay? That's nice. Symbiotic relationships are like hard to come by (laughs) when, you know, you're just a light being and you just give, give, give. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I just, you know, the longevity of it, I'm just not sure that it's there, but um, you'll, you'll know soon enough. So, but let's, good. We are coming down to the last few seconds of our show. So I have to say good night and thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking with you this evening. You as well, Julie, everything really resonated. I'm going to find that book on moonology. Um, and keep meditating on this one with this new connection and what's what's supposed to bring me thank you so much for your generosity and like being so on point everything you said completely resonated thank you thank you god bless you god bless you too thank you so much and talk soon soon. well that does it for me everybody thank you so much for joining me this evening um we hope you have a wonderful wonderful week and we will see you again next week